Welcome to Take Your DM Shot with Tristan Ham, Jonathan Crest, and Steve Scherfer. This is a podcast dedicated to exploring the mechanics of RPGs and then running a couple of one-shots just to figure out how the hell do you play this game. Welcome to Take Your DM Shot. All right. So this is a special episode of Take Your DM Shot. We are not going to go through our regular uh, rigmarole, discovering a new format. We've already done said rigmarole. We we have done said rigmarole. Yeah. We, uh, we're going to explore something a little different. We're going to do something a little, uh, a little out of the box. Something nothing. Nobody has ever done before. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Playing the same game system twice. That's right. Uh, and, uh, well, Steve, um, what are we doing today? We're... Um, I think yeah, like you said, no other channels done just you know just playing no on tabletop. None of them. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> this is, and they're going to be kicking themselves. They'll be like, "Oh my god, why did it's we so that? obvious. Why didn't we just play a game and record it? Oh, <laughs> you want to complicate things." But yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to start. You know, uh, we did cover Cyberpunk earlier. Cyberpunk mm-hmm. Red. Uh, we are going to do different characters, different place in Night City. Same. It's all red. Same time. Um, yeah, but yeah, we're going to do something different, but the same. All right. So this episode, we're not really going to talk about rules. We're not going to explain gameplay as per se. We will kind of talk about like yeah. the net running and stuff like that. But um, honestly, this one's for us. This yeah. one's to have some fun and just uh, get into it. So let's start with some rules. Oh, <laughs> very good. Uh, so since last time we didn't cover net runners, you guys chose net runners. Yep. That's right. We so, both wanted to go with the squishiest guys possible. That's right. that's right. Well, the cool thing about this game is net running is not how you'd imagine sitting in your chairs away from the action, you know, playing support. Wow. You actually have to be there. So the net, the old net, mm. was um, destroyed by the war, and also um, a gentleman by the name of Raish Bartmoss decided to basically break the net by releasing what are called rabbits. It's a an acronym I can't remember what for, but it's basically a program, an AI program of his face that run around the old net, and if they find a net runner, they will fry that net runner's brain outright. Oh, wow! So yeah. it's it's a if you survive it, uh, you're you're not going to survive it. So ah, no one goes on the old net unless you're you know you have a death wish or you're I don't know really really good or you're an AI, but then that's another whole other thing. So <laughs> in this time of the red, each. So the city has what's called a data pool, and basically it's like uh, each uh, neighborhood has their own local data pool, and that kind of pools into the larger data pool. So there is now uh, wirelessly shared information, but there's no like big main cables between Night City, you know, across the Atlantic or anything like that. So there's very little outside information as far as you know what you'd expect on the normal normal web mm-hmm. in Night City, but there is stuff related to Night City. On the web of Night City. Yeah. That kind of okay. makes sense. Yep. Okay. So uh, that means as you as netrunners, um, so there are net architectures out there, but they're siloed to um, kind of local networks. So think of everything that, you know, in your own house you have a local area network, LAN. Um, those are all pretty much disconnected as far as you are concerned um, to the wider area network of the city. So yep. if you actually wanted to, you know, get into the it's called a net architecture of, say, said building. You'll have to actually go there, find an access point, and um, connect to it. And then you are on the, the you're doing net running on the, the net architecture. Nice. Yes. Right. So uh, 
funny thing that uh, when I was kind of going through the rules here and looking this up, going scratching my head, because you know I've got two netrunners here. What's that going to look like? And yeah. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven throws you for a loop because everybody takes a little uh, wire out of their wrist Ooh. and plugs it into what looks like a single slot in each. Well, in red we are going back in time but advancing in tech everything is <laughs> wireless so these access points think of them as actual wireless access points like you would in real life that okay you know, oh. as long as log I'm, on to their wi-fi exactly so <laughs> That's it. as long as i'm uh, six as long as you're six meters away um and there's no like solid wall obstructing you so like mm-hmm. i can't be in the you can't be in the next room over away from the access point so solid yeah. materials like that but if you hide behind the desk or you know ferro creek barrier or whatever you're and it's still in the same room you're okay you have to stay within the six meters or else okay. you will be forcefully jacked out so yeah uh, as i was saying you get jacked out uh forcefully yeah. so um that forcefully jacking out is something that th- you don't want to happen to you oh, um no. does it hurt forcefully jacked so many times oh <laughs> good <laughs> now jack out you yes. don't want to do um yes because uh depending on what floor of the net architecture you're on you will experience all uh black ice effects that you have s- discovered up to that point as you are basically oh. pulled out of the depths of the nectar ne- uh, net architecture as you are and what is black ice effects we will get to that yes right. so um net architecture uh i think like i've sp- explained to you guys off mic um mm-hmm. it's basically it's an it's a big enough to be a network um Netrunners can't really affect small things like um, a toaster, which is analog, or um, a microwave, just too small to have its own arche- uh, net architecture. <laughs> right. Um, needs to be a larger, like an infrastructure of some sort. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Y- there could be a control node on the net architecture that controls the microwave. Right. But I don't know why you'd want to do that. You know, deadly microwave. Uh, well, <laughs> I think you answered your own question. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self. Um, so, um, netrunning, yes. So... You as a, your role ability is called interface, which basically makes you a net runner. Right. So interface, um, depending on your level, determines how many net actions you have. Okay. Um, a net, so during your turn as a net runner, you can either take meet space actions or meet actions yep. or net actions. Mm. Um, you could do both if you want. Um, like if you have three net actions uh, per turn, I think you can... Um, you. Uh, I just got to double check that. If you can take an actual action, I know you always have your move action. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have one meet action plus net actions. Okay, yeah. Moving in the net is free unless there is an obstruction. So, yes. Um, okay, so I got my three actions plus whatever my normal one action is outside. That's right. You always have your, your move action uh, for your turn. Okay. Net. Think of everything when you're on the net, everything except for two possible actions, or they're also called interface abilities, um, mm-hmm. the abilities that you're you as you know, having an interface to have anyway um everything costs a net action okay. even things that you guys might think of on the fly here and what we might you know try to incorporate um so the only two things that don't cost a net action are moving in the architecture okay or copying a file to your um to your uh, uh, cyber deck right. okay okay and think of the cyber deck as it's the computer that allows you to interface with the net, net architecture right okay. so you, you know you can't net run without interface abilities Unless otherwise stated, uh, takes up one net action. I think generally they all take up just one. Um, so there's the scanner interface ability, yeah. which will do a skill check to find access points. So that's kind of done in that's done in meet space. Okay. Um, backdoor, which will let you, which will do a skill check to hack a password. So 
you have to use up an ability to actually attempt the skill check to hack that password. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so things like passwords and uh, are basically they're like a door. Okay. In like a, like a a sealed door that you have to basically unlock. So if you run up to a password in the net architecture, um, you have to you can't see past it and you can't move past it until you've broken it. Okay. Um, it's not too bad. So if it's on floor three, yeah, you can move you know floor one two one two one two all you want until you break that um, that password. Okay. And that was scan and backdoor so far, right? Yeah, scanner, okay. which is basically just do a skill check in meet space to see where the net um, access points are. Okay. And then to break past a, a password, you're going to use the backdoor action. Okay. Um, okay. Cloak is to hide your presence or your virus in the net. So basically, um, I guess a net architecture, think of it as a elevator. Um, it's like a 3D, um, you know, the door... Uh, you know, what's behind door number one? What's behind door number right, two? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's like a 3D, you know, tower version of that. So okay. you start on floor one and you move your way through discovering what's on floor two, floor three, four floor. Okay. It's a, or however many floors there are in the architecture. Okay. Um, so it's it's basically, it's all 2D movement. Um, there are branches potentially, but uh, you, you yeah, you're going to be sequentially through floors. Okay. Um, control. Uh, so that uh, control nodes basically are are uh, a thing on on whatever you know whatever floor they're on to they control certain things. Um, you'll have to pass a skill check to at first gain control of that node. Okay, kind of like hacking. Yeah, and then okay. once you have control of it, um, you will be able to use an, uh, um, a net action to actually use that thing. So if a control node saying controlling cameras, if you want to use those cameras after you've taken control of it, you That's need to use another action, action to um, right. Now, um, you can lose control of control nodes. So, like, technically, you could move, to, you know, if the control node that you've taken over is on floor four and you move to floor seven, yeah. you could still use a net action to use those cameras. Um, okay. You have to actually be on that floor. But someone can, if they beat your check, so if, if uh, it's a DV of eight and you rolled a 10, right. me as a uh, opposing net runner, I could get to that and say, uh, roll a 11, I gain control of that node. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so there's control, there's ID, uh, spelled I like A-Y-E-D-D-E-E. -E -E. Um, it's to determine the worth of a file. So those are generally the three kinds of things you will find that you can use in a net architecture, a control node, a password, or a file. Okay. Um, other things you'll find are uh, programs, one of them being Black Ice. Yeah. Uh, one of the types being Black Ice and... Uh, demons but um, those are another type of program uh, anyway the next ability is called uh, pathfinder so you could um, roll this uh, check for a pathfinder and it will show you the architecture um, you cannot see past passwords and if you um, do see up to a password uh, you see a control node it will not reveal the DV value for that control node okay right. okay but at least you can see what's ahead of you, that there's a hellhound in front of you, you know, on floor two, and floor three is a control node, and then floor four is a password. Okay. All right. So um, how do you get away from things that are trying to, um, you know, burn your brain? Mm. Uh, it's called slide. So if you enter a floor that's got a big, bad black ice um, program on there that's trying to burn your brain, mm -hmm. um, you can roll, you can use an action to try to slide past it if you beat 
the program's perception plus a d10 and your interface plus a d10 beats that, um, you will then become invisible and be able to move past uh, that program. That program will be set to wait status again. Okay. Um, otherwise, if you discover, you know, you enter floor two, there's a big bad program on there, and you go back to floor one, or you move to floor three without actually doing the slide action, it will hunt you and follow you. It, it's always aware of your presence. Okay. Ooh. Until you slide past it. Okay. Now the goal as uh, a netrunner is, you know, once you get to the end of it, the very lowest floor, you're going to want to put a virus. Uh, that virus as players can be defined however you, you know, do whatever you want to do. Um, if you want to destroy half the floors or, um, you know, set the, you know, plug in in the fifth office not to work, um, you'll tell me that's what you want to do. And then I will um, give you a difficulty value and a certain amount of net actions that it'll take to plant that virus. Okay. So it can be anything you want. And then I can determine how, how hard that will be. Um, generally, to attack things, you will be using programs, but um, if, you know, in lieu of all programs, there is a zap action that is basically, uh, it's like your basic attack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and generally, anything can use, um, you and, and demons and, and uh, netrunners can use zap. Uh, the other interface abilities is obviously, it does take an ability to jack in and jack out. Okay. So if you discover an access point and get into six meters, you're going to actually have to use a net action to jack in. It's to safely enter the net. Or if you move your way down to, say, floor 20, and you're like, okay, I don't want this anymore, you can use the uh, net ability to jack out, and that'll okay. safe you, safely disconnect you from the net architecture. Okay. Okay. Um, <coughs> you can do that on whatever floor yeah, you're on? Okay. As long as okay. you have, you know, it's your turn and you can use that action, and you ha or you have a net action to, to burn on, you can jack out. Okay. Okay. Um, there are certain things that will forcefully jack you out, in which case, like I said, you will anything you've ran into before yeah. will get a chance to get a free hit on you. Wow. Gotcha. Um, any damage, unless otherwise stated, in uh, getting hit in the net, um, it goes directly to your brain, it, so it does not ablate armor, it bypasses it entirely. It's Ooh. directly okay. to HP. The squishy bits. Yeah, so you, like you got squishy. You know, no, <laughs> those squishy bits are right there out in the open, right for everybody to, to get at. Uh, um, what was I going to say about jacking in and out? Uh, yeah. um, yeah. Okay. So uh, user fit. Oh, so another action is to um, use your interface ability. Um, so that's just anything you can think of besides what's been listed. Right. Um, activate and deactivate a program. All right. And um, so we can go to, so there, yeah, like I said, there are three types of programs. There are just uh, attacker programs, defense programs, or defender programs. Mm -hmm. And then there, uh, technically there are boosters. But uh, th then the other ones you're looking at are black ice. So the first three yeah, that I gave you are called, called non-black ice. Okay. And, and then the black ice programs are, are a bunch of uh, other types of programs that basically black ice are things that are the closest you're going to get to sentient. Ah. So they actually are automated. So think of, um, uh, a pr so any like boosters, defenders, and attackers are programs that you will execute. Right. Right. Whereas black ice programs, you will execute it and then it'll go off and do its own thing. Okay. Um, you can have black ice programs on your cyber deck, they take up two slots, or um, 
you can experience black ice in um, in the net architecture as well, just sitting there waiting for you. Um, there is a type of black ice called a demon that is too big for your cyber deck. Okay. And basically they are a like a um, control sentinel sitting on the, the, the net architecture. If you connect, if you jack into a network that a demon is on it, it always knows its environment. So it will detect your presence no matter what, even if you're, you're cloaked. Oh, okay. Um, you can't slide past them. So you have to fight them? Um, so you can fight them or you can avoid them. Um, the, the thing is that uh, demons are their first um, modus operandi, their, their first priority is to use the things, because they're, they're there to control nodes. So they are there to, unless, so if um, you go into an office and there are drones that are part of the defenses of the office, um, the, usually a demon on the, on the net architecture to control those. Otherwise okay. they will sit dormant until there is a net runner to control them. Oh, okay. So you actually have, you know, something actually has to be controlling different defenses. Right. So uh, a demon's first move is to try to find you and your, your buddies through the control nodes, whether it's the cameras or the, um, you know, the uh, machine gun mounted turret that has a camera on it. Right. Yeah. Those kind of things. Uh, if you are on the same um, floor as it and you're attacking it, it will use Zap to defend itself. It cannot use any other black ice or other programs. So it only has Zap. Okay. Which is a D6 of damage. Um, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say about jacking in and jacking out. Um, once, if you've cracked a password and you've downloaded a file um, and you jack out, the whole net architecture will be reset. You will still know what passwords are what, so you'll be able to move past them. Right. Okay. But, you have to um, re-enter them and... But I, I think if you, like, say you destroy a uh, ASP, for example, which is a type of black ice, and then you jack out, I think that ASP will be reset. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's that's the other thing about jacking in and, and jacking out is that uh, once you do leave, things do get reset. Um, things won't get reset if you actually make it to the bottom of the net architecture and you set your virus. Those are permanent. Okay. Until, gotcha. it's, until a net router then goes in and then has to deal with Clear the it all out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So those are the basics. Mm. You, yeah, it's basically like an elevator game that you know you open this door, see what happens. Open this door, see what happens, and use your abilities to to get through it. So it's a mini game outside of the real game. Nice. Cool. I like yeah. that. All right. And believe it or not, this is um, a pared down version to Cyberpunk <laughs> 2020. Oh Apparently, that uh, took a, a whole life of its own. But that is net running in a nutshell. Netshell? Right. Yeah. Netshell. So um you guys I think when you picked your cyber decks you had you were able to choose certain programs. So swords are a type of attacker program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a couple. I have um what's armor do? Armor? Um Armor, I believe stops some damage from happening. Imagine that. Yeah, makes sense. I think we get seven, seven programs with our uh, cyber deck. Yes, but I think like the black ice one, I think sword is black ice. Mm, nope, uh, sword is just a normal oh, um, nice. attacker program. Um, Maybe Frisbolt? But yeah, Frisbolt is also a, a normal um, attacker program. Right. But if you guys had purchased black ice, um, it would take up two slots. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, so I got five on my deck right now. Nice. Uh, oh, I just, I was like, oh, well, I'll just double sword there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seven. Aha, so uh, yes, that is a good idea because you can only use um, one program per turn. Or yeah. you can use only use that program once per turn. So if I um, I start my turn, I've got my three net actions. I use one to activate sword. I use the next uh, action to actually attack with it, and then I can't use it again anymore. Oh, uh, well, I what I meant is I filled. I have seven programs to get me to, rather, to get to seven programs. I I just doubled up on a couple. Do we start with seven, or we just start with five? Um, I think whatever. I th you have the seven slots. Yeah, but I. I I think um, the list of... Uh, I think it was five, in, five different options in the list. Right, so I guess you start with five programs then. Oh, okay. Anyway, gotcha, gotcha. So then for mine, I took um, Armor, Sword, Erase, uh, Vrizbolt, and another Sword. Ooh. Okay, Armor is a Defender program. Um, it has a res of seven. Lowers all brain damage you would receive by four as long as this program remains resed. Only one copy of this program can be running at a time. Each copy of this program can only be used once per net run. Ooh. Oh, okay. Uh, I took pretty much the same as you, except I took uh, Worm uh, as opposed to Two Swords. Okay, Worm. What does Worm do? Ah, Worm is a booster. Increases all backdoor checks you make by plus two as long as this program remains rezzed. So you do have to use an action to res the program, which actually means activate it. Gotcha. Res is a uh, basically the life, um, the amount of HP that programs have. Okay. Excellent. Programs can be destroyed, and once they are destroyed, um, well, if I'm attacking your program and um, I just reduce it to zero res, yeah, it's basically just deactivated. Oh, okay. you have to take another, yeah, take another um, turn to turn another it turn off. to turn it on. Okay, but there are certain programs I use that will actually destroy programs, which means it's wiped from your deck entirely. Oh, and if you want to host a funeral for it, go ahead, but <laughs> it's not coming back unless you buy a new one, and then okay. spend the hour it takes to install it. All right then. Yeah, so actually, let's get to playing now that... Awesome, okay. That I think we got enough in, and we can... Absolutely. Based off this and the last time we played, I think we know enough, hopefully. Yeah. There'll be a lot of questions. <laughs> so, um, I'll just kind of set the setting here, and then you guys can introduce yourselves. Yeah, Cool. works for me. So, uh, yours 2045, I believe, and um, Time of the Red again. Um, you guys live in a container community, so sh uh, meaning it's a, basically a little city uh, container think of a shipping container city so shipping containers stacked on top of each other that have been turned into single room houses or apartments um this shipping container community is called uh, the precipice it is in the uh old japan town um combat zone and it is actually right on very close to the hot zone that is the center of night city um being in a combat zone, um, it's not completely devoid of life, but um, mm. the NCPD and the corps don't officially go in there. And so the rule of law is whoever carries the biggest stick. And that's generally one of the gangs. One or of something? the gangs. Yeah. So oh, okay. old Japantown, the story behind that is um, once the fourth corporate war ended and Arasaka was kind of pushed completely out of the city. Um, the Tiger Claws, which were at that point backed by Arasaka, 
um, or no longer have that, but there still exists a um, kind of a, an endowment slash um, hedge fund, ah. or community fund for the you know Japanese community that was in an old Japan town. Right. So, um, and the leader of the Tiger Claws is responsible for that. It's so kind of like a corp attached to the um, the, the gang. Okay. So the gang also does have a um, a public face, like a legitimate public face, um, or uh, not face, but um, a service that. It, so it, it, like Arasaka, it provides um, security okay. in the form of people. Um, okay. You know, so you could hire the Tiger Claws to um, guard your shop, or you could be stuck in old Japan Town and you've got no choice but to hire uh, the Tiger Claws to guard your <laughs> shop because they want uh, protection. How are they generally viewed by the community in uh, um, Old Japan Town? Depends. Uh, generally, positively, because um, they, you know, they, they think of it as like organized crime. Um, yeah. You know, they'll do some, you know, bad stuff to make money, but also they will look after the people that they want to look after. Okay. Um, since the fourth corporate war, um, most of the people, most uh, the people that were living in Old Japan Town, have been moved to the Watson development, which will. Uh, further north that will now uh, become kabuki in um later years but uh those of you got like you guys are stuck yeah um not so privileged yeah not so privileged but there there are still people there and um yeah the rule of law is uh you know done by the tire claws and um you know that maelstrom has been uh encroaching on that territory right but yeah you guys are i believe sharing not sharing but you have two rooms um yeah, that, side by side. Yeah, that precipice. Uh, that precipice, which right. is where you live. Um, there are communal, like there's a bodega. There are vending machines or vendits, and um, there is obviously communal laundry and and washroom. Yeah, so all the services you need to live there. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you're, just not the most comfy. Exactly. Basically, your rooms are a, a place to sleep. Maybe you know, watch things on your agent, or uh, you know, if you have a hot plate. But uh, generally, things are you know packaged and. I imagine you're drinking iodine fairly regularly because you are, you're not in the hot zone, but I imagine if you had, you know, a Geiger counter, it would be picking. Not zero. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Who are you guys? Okay. Um, so I am also, I'm a net runner, just like you mentioned. Same with Tristan there. Uh, my character's name is Spawn. Uh, his last name is Jabaub. <laughs> so Spawn Jabaub. Um, Comes, uh, come from a French background, um, kind of like you mentioned, uh, was not part of that kind of privileged few that got to be extracted when things kind of got rough uh, in old Japan town. Mm-hmm. So now he's just kind of living, trying to make ends meet, part of like the, the general kind of um, Netrunner community that's around there, does jobs, uh, not necessarily heavily involved in any kind of organized crime or anything like sure. that, just kind of general jobs to just make ends meet. And I mean, he won't say no, to a less than legal job, sure. but he's also not like part of a gang or out to go and shoot people. Like I imagine you guys have, you know, offered services to, you know, go outside of old Japan town, you know, be shipped out by, you know, picked up by a taxi that's willing to go there and taken to somebody's, you know, residence or an office building and say, Hey, can you look at my net ar- net architecture? How can I improve this? Or how, you know, things like that. So you're yeah. doing basic, um, cybersecurity slash, you know, can you set up a website for me? That, that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I imagine we'd be pretty well known around Precipice. Sure, absolutely. Because we probably offered the like pretty dirt cheap services since yep. no one around here has lots of money. <laughs> That's right. 
yeah uh yeah that's that's pretty much it um very uh kind of that uh bag lady chic look so <laughs> quite homeless looking you, you fit the you fit the bill do you yeah um <laughs> The only real difference for that one is his virtual, his VR headset that he's got that he uses there. Uh, it's going to be mirror shaded on the outside. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, um, when you are net running, um, since your brain is not hooked direct, well, I guess your brain is hooked directly um, to the net architecture, but in order to see it, uh, net runners wear vir- virtuality goggles that basically superimpose um, the net architecture world. So you see shapes and like... Uh, Black ice actually looks like certain things. Okay. Like an oh, okay. asp looks like a little snake coming at you, that kind of thing. Oh. Um, and so you, you will see things in the net architecture as you physically, well, mentally, physically move through it, right? Like right. It, it, it is visceral, a visceral experience to actually net run. Ooh, cool. So yeah. Awesome. Nice. But yes. you look extra cool with your mirrored uh, yeah. <laughs> And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Tristan, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. I, um, I am playing Tron. Uh, not Tron, but Tron. Legally distinct. Legally distinct, yeah. <laughs> Another Netrunner, obviously. We, um, yeah, we we are those who kind of uh, basically help out the underprivileged in the uh, precipice, which is everyone. Yeah. Uh, but I come from um, a bit of a, a, a wealthy background. My family were uh, corporate managers. Uh, they were actually really well-to-do, but because of um, their involvement with the mob, uh, they were killed at a birthday party. Ooh. They were gunned down. And, um, it tends to happen. It tends to happen. I, got, uh, I took a bullet uh, in the... Um, in the knee? <laughs> in the knee. <laughs> sure. In the knee, and, uh, you know, uh, but was splattered with blood, so they assumed I was dead. So they you got really uh, bloody, you know, yeah. ju- juicy knees. A uh, really juicy knee. Yeah. And, uh, it, so they thought it was dead. And so I fled. I was quite young. I fled to the, uh, well, to wherever I could survive and eventually ended up kind of just uh, looking after myself in the combat zone. Um, mm-hmm. I think I was introduced to net running probably by Spawn. Um, nice. A little bit. I think that. Um, uh, you know, I just saw your ability to survive, and I was like, I need to know that. So I, nice. I learned as fast as I could. Uh, and um, yeah, the way I look, I got, um, <clears throat> I've actually got a uh, a fashion wear thing. I've got what's called EMP threading. Ooh, Ooh that sounds so cool. It's um, it's like veins of glowing light. Oh, EMP, neat. But but they they look like circuitry, blue light circuitry all along my body. <laughs> that's cool. And, and it's mirrored in my helmet. I actually have a helmet. Oh, neat. Uh, and um, uh, I do have my data disc, which is a uh, basically a sharp Frisbee right. <laughs> throwing that uh, can come back to me. Uh, and, um, yeah, same thing I've been doing uh, as much, um, you know, l- little jobs just to survive. But we're getting a reputation, I think. Uh, at least the the residents of Precipice probably look out for us here and there. Oh yeah, for sure. You mm-hmm. know, vice versa. Yeah. yeah, it's it's probably less about Eddie's and more about um, a reputation. Reputation. It's it's probably more about uh, a kind of um, barter system. Right. So we we probably eat and survive by doing these jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and you know, you got to pay. You need to have some, 
you know, some eddies to a, yeah. you know, put in the vendit machine and B to pay for the electricity, the tiger's claws for your electricity and you yeah. know, to keep right. the lights on. Yeah. And, uh, so it's, that's probably jobs we do not pr- get peripheral out. to the precipice. I think sure. in the precipice, we, the work we do is an exchange for like, um, food or mm-hmm. just, you know, other comforts and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, could you guys each roll a six-sided dice? Or, uh, yeah. We're starting off with a roll already. All okay, right, this is great. It. I got a three. Whereas I got a six. Nice. So, uh, Trone, you um, wake up one morning. Do you guys, you know, sleep in late or uh, uh, up, up, up early? or? You know what? By, by paranoid habit, I'm probably uh, up when the sun is up. Gotcha. Yeah. I wouldn't be waking up that early. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say a sleep in, but not like at the crack of dawn kind of thing. Gotcha. I th- you're probably going to wake up early, but that's because, you know, if you, you know, you're a light sleeper, you heard Trone's door open and him just go, ah, fuck. Oh. And then start banging on your door saying, yep. get me up. Spawn, you gotta, yep. you gotta come out here and see this. Spawn. Spawn, get up. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're not strong with the accents. Spawn, you get up. No, no, no. Uh, Spawn, get up. What is it? Spawn, we, we have some trouble. What's what's going on Not out there? Uh, we have some difficulty. You're probably gonna want to come out and see this. I yep. think yeah. you're gonna you're gonna want to see this. Okay, just uh, you wait until you gander at this. Excellent. I'll get up, throw on my worn clothing, and uh, <laughs> yeah. head on out. So bleary-eyed, the uh, uh, throwing less bleary-eyed. You see two crudely painted, um, spray painted cock and balls. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All uh, shit. All on your doors. Um, Fucking taggers. And you know exactly who did it because last night, yep. Henry Hamasaki happened to lose a bet to you guys and you, oh, all three of you were, were smashed. And so pretty sure that he um, decided to get even with you guys. Um, By vandalizing. Yeah, because, you know. Uh, what how old is this Henry? Henry. Uh, I like the... Uh, the the tense was was yeah <laughs> <laughs> well still is um he's oh, I'd say thirties you know 30s? maybe too old to be doing what he's <laughs> doing that so he's trying um, penises come on I mean he he's the kind of guy that thinks he's cool enough that you'd want to have a beer with him yeah but you guys you know being a small community you know you you step on each other's toes toes at time um, right he owns what you could call a pachinko parlor. Which is, it's just a, sip, a shipping container that happens to have a few, um, literally three, and one of them doesn't work, uh, pachinko machines. Are these digital, or are they more physical analog kind of thing? Uh, I think the two that are working are digital. And the okay. Two, yeah. <laughs> the one is, is just busted. He likes to think of himself as, uh, you know, a techie, but yeah, whether he's good enough at it or not. Uh, yeah. He likes to call himself the patchy king, but... Um, you guys call him Henry. <laughs> yeah. That's nice, Henry. We call him Double H. <laughs> um, so pachinko, it's uh, like a gambling. Yeah, it's it's, it? it's oh, basically okay. it's, it's like, like our uh, casino in it's, the it's a mixture of like a, a you know a slots, but ah. with like actual um, you know some talent to figure out where the ball goes. I think oh, uh, it's okay. very popular in Japan. Yeah, so hence why there's still these machines in old Japan town. Okay, and okay. he, you know. His last name is Hamasaki. 
Yeah. So he he's got some Japanese in him. Uh, he likes to be very proud of that. But um, so he's running he's running a pachinko parlor. Right. What do you think about this trow or a sp- spawn? <laughs> oh my god, who are you? Spawn this guy. You know what? He humiliates himself and he dishonors himself by um, I'm gravelly now. By um, <laughs> I mean, you're pissed uh, off. Facing yeah. us, our our places of of residence. I think maybe. Henry has gotten a little too big for his shoes. We should uh, maybe take him down a notch. I know he's quite proud of his uh, pachinko machines. Perhaps maybe they start uh, paying out a little too heavily. I think that they might just. Yes, I think I think there's going to be a streak of good luck for all of the uh, denizens of his pachinko parlor. <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> all two, yeah. They're um, all playing, paying out uh, jackpots. <laughs> I think that's appropriate. An appropriate so. level of uh, retaliation. Yes. All right. How far is his uh, pachinko? So I imagine you guys are, you know, your containers are up a few floors. His yeah. is, you know, it's got to be ground level so that people Lots of foot traffic. see it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's kind of off, you know, you guys are kind of center. I think I imagine the containers kind of kind of make a bowl shape. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. you guys are kind of center, maybe up, and then his is kind of on the the edge, the uh, eastern okay. eastern edge of it. Okay, is it? Uh, do we know his habits very well? Um, he like does he hang out in his parlor all day? Pretty much. Yeah, he's got to kind of sit there and watch because like, there's only really the machines and the little curtained off area that he calls his office. Yeah. <laughs> <And those laughs> is are, his bed. Those are quotation marks. Um, yeah. And so yeah, there's you know obviously there's at least some amount of money that goes through those and. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, obviously he's got to kick some to the tigers, you know, when, uh, when he has it. So he, he's there, yeah, basically 24 seven, if he can be, you know, unless he got, you know, like last night he went and had a drink. So sometimes he does, you know, lock up, um, there is an electronic lock on his, uh, door with a camera mm. of his, um, container. Okay. So, um, he will lock up shop one you know, once in a while and, uh, and go and, you know, grab a drink at the pub. So it gets sloshed. So like 20. Yeah. <laughs> So before we before we go out, and I point to the uh, graffiti, half cocked. <laughs> <laughs> we need a bit of a plan. Well, I mean, it would be a lot easier if he were not at home. When we decided to go and pay his machines a visit, a little service visit. Um, oh boy, he likes to be liked. Maybe uh, yeah. we could do some work for someone to. Pay them basically to go and have a drink with him while he's out. We can kind of slip in. That's it. That's it. He well, he's had his eye on um, Miko in uh, Container Four F. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, why don't we uh, go pay her a visit? I think that's a great idea. All right. <laughs> so what you what do you guys Container Twelve D? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we are Twelve D. Yeah, we are Twelve D and Eleven uh, yeah. D. That's it. Would that be different words? Different words. So, well, I'm, you're well, 12D, I'm, I'm 12C. There we 12C, go. there we go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for coming up with a numbering system for me. No <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, yeah, if you guys are going to make your way down a few floors. Um, yeah. Yeah. As you're making your way down, um, you notice that, you know, because, like I said, you're so close to the hot zone, mm-hmm. there is a regular shipment that comes in on truck of uh, iodine tablets capsules uh, uh, right yeah you know liquid iodine and other small supplies yeah um we stock the vending machines kind of exactly thing. yeah uh, 
Um, yeah, there's, that's the, unfortunately, that's the magic behind the curtain is, is how these vending machines get uh, stocked. <laughs> but um, it happens during the day, and uh, as you guys are walking down, you, you know, you, you half-mindedly look at the truck knowing, you know, it's coming in and what yeah. to expect. But uh, something catches your eye. Another, a suit actually steps off the, uh, the truck, and mm. um, he's got a couple, you know, grunts behind him carrying uh, big, you know, fairly big crates in their hands. And um, as you guys are, you know, making your way down to the next few levels, um, you see people you recognize all kind of wandering out. Uh, Miko's not, not in there, but um, uh, Henry is one of them. Oh. And uh, they all kind of line up in front of the suit, and he's kind of directing people, and people are generally getting handed looks like small brown packages can't tell quite what they are at this distance but oh, they, weird. They, they generally take it and then they they walk away this is a new kind of occurrence hasn't really happened before um no it just kind of started happening yeah recently it might even be the first time you guys have seen it yeah so we've heard of it happening before um no it's actually pretty pretty weird yeah pretty i wouldn't say low-key but just no one talks about it okay. oh interesting huh um, do we recognize any other, I mean, we probably recognize, but is there anybody that is accepting a, a, a package that we're a bit friendly with? Um, yeah, there's, uh, I think an older gentleman that, um, you know, he kind of, you, you know, I know it's in the middle of California. You, I don't know. You sweep his, uh, his front porch or like the, the little walkway in front of his container or you do lean a lot of odds and things for him and you see him, um, he, he, he lives in 11, so as you guys are kind of, you know, you're at 8, 7, yeah. uh, on the, uh, he's <clears> on the 11th row, <laughs> you guys make your way down further than he's obviously taking the time to come up. So he was one of the first to receive the package, and so you pass him, him on the stairs. Mm. Um, I imagine you guys just kind of wave. Yeah. Well, we casually, Mr. Johansson. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mr. Oh. Johansson. How you boys doing? Yeah, good. You know, we're, uh, oh, we tied one on last night. Hey, I mean, hey. Nah. <laughs> yes, we did. It was a bit up, of a. You're up early. But... Yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah. He, uh, he hasn't gone to bed yet. <laughs> a very late night for me. Uh, very late Kids. Night. Oh, I know. With your I computer know. games. <laughs> oh, you know us. You know us. But, uh, hey, we just uh, finished uh, sweeping outside your. Uh, oh, hey, you know, thanks. Course, sir. Yeah, you know. Appreciate it. Hey, that's. That's all right. That's what neighbors are for. But um, I couldn't help but notice uh, everybody was outside. Getting a delivery of some sort? A delivery. And uh, is that something we should do? Should we go down and are they just handing it to everybody? Uh, no, um, only certain people. Um, I, uh, I signed up for a letter, and then uh, this is a... Uh, it's what I get in the, you know, in the mail. And they just it's like a magazine or something? or uh... Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yep. And he kind of tries to walk by you guys a bit and kind of wave and yeah. you know you guys have a good day um i gotta go you know put this in my uh i'm making a you know if you guys could actually find me something i could use as a bookshelf that would be great oh yeah for the magazine yeah oh sure well, i gotta put it in something don't i i guess so yeah, it's yeah. uh what uh what's the magazine about you know what it's i, I don't know it's it's uh it's a mystery box a bit um, oh <laughs> we love we love that mysteries. The, that wasn't on the nose, was it? <laughs> no, um, maybe. Uh, what are those called where um, you get like different? Not, oh, uh, different like items, a subscription like, kind subscription of box. Yeah, 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 that's what yeah. I kind of. Yeah. Loot <laughs> box. Hey, uh, yeah. 
Do you mind if uh, we, we took a look as well? I'm just curious if it's something I want to sign up for as well, if it's something good. Uh, also, we need not, to know not taking it, of course. No, I'm no, just no. curious if it's something that's worth uh, our time as well. we got to know size and shape if we're getting you a bookshelf. I mean, yeah. We don't want something to just collapse on you. Not mm. um, Standard you know. screen sheet size. Uh, you guys go through other people's mail. That's you know well, Maybe that's I don't true. want you guys... Uh, not going trying to go through. Just wondering if it's a if you it's know, a magazine. You know, no, that I'm, I'm okay. I don't, yeah. I don't need a. I don't need that bookshelf. You guys have a nice day. Any? Yeah, you too. It's gonna try to. All but right. You guys do notice that um, actually his whole, his whole uh, as he's kind of reaching up to grab the railing and pull himself up, his shirt does move back a bit. And you notice the whole section from his f- uh, mid of his forearm up to his um, mid of his uh, was a tricep area mm-hmm. is actually a cybernetic elbow. That he did not have prior. Oh, so he's been getting some upgrades. And so, as you guys notice, as you're making your way down, um, you are noticing that some people have, you know, might have a cyber eye where they didn't have it before, or you know, their ear, or even a whole arm or leg. That um, that's quite pricey. Uh, yeah, and even from um, where you guys are on the fourth floor, I imagine you're you're there now. You do see um, uh, Henry actually has a cyber arm that he's didn't have before that he's holding that package in as he's making his way back to the pachinko parlor oh what's going on with that yeah that's a weird one so people are um, getting little upgrades and don't want to share the uh, wealth but i wonder what in exchange for yeah they're certainly not buying it and i mean henry he it wouldn't exactly say he's swimming in the dough to start buying arms and legs that's uh maybe we need to take a look at what he's got in the bag down there. Do we get a good look at the suit? Um he's there's nothing um distinguishable. Yeah, there's nothing that really uh points him out to anything. Like it's not like mm. he, you know, he's wearing Militech on his back or anything like that. He's just he's a guy, you know, obviously very expensive suit and um yeah. well dressed and, and he kind of got out of like the normal delivery truck. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, you know, he Hmm. He brushes off <laughs> the dust off his, you know, seat of his yeah. pants, and uh, kind of looks very, you know, very disdainfully. But he's doing his job. He's not, um, he's not really being, you know, grumpy about anything. It just, yeah. it's, it's what he's got to do. Interesting. Any markings on the truck? Nothing usual. The um, the Medicare, uh, sorry, Medicor um, logo is the the company that. Okay. That. It's know, yeah, the normal one that area. usually comes in. Exactly. Is there an, like a visible ID plate or something? Uh, it's the same one that that shows up every hmm. every time. It's the same truck. I think we're gonna need to go uh, team. pay Henry a visit there. Yeah, I think we might. Should we stop and uh, see Miko first, and then uh, get her to go and distract him? Yeah, yeah. I think we should. Well, if he can, he's got enough cash to afford cyberware. Surely she he can pay it for a drink. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's go see. So do you guys knock yeah. on our door? Yeah. So it takes her a few, you know, a few seconds longer than you'd think uh, for her to answer, and then she eventually does, and her eyes are a bit red. And uh, yeah, um, she asks, "Oh, hey guys, uh, sorry. Um, have you guys seen Mimiko? It's a little girl that she, that uh, Miko looks after. Um, not there, knows no relation. It's just little girl without her parents. So Miko Mimiko. looks after him. Uh, have not. Is she missing? I haven't seen her for it's been it's been a week now. Oh, a week? Uh, no, I haven't. I don't, I don't think we've have we I probably haven't noticed her. Nope. Oh, well, she goes scrounging now and again uh, to bring back little bits and bobs, but she's never gone for. No, nope. she. 
When's uh, where's the last place you saw her? She was out playing with the boys uh, out front uh, in the kind of the common area. They were, um, you know, Henry runs them out <laughs> when they try to press all the buttons. But uh, oh, yeah. mm. no, we haven't. Uh, we can take a look around. Yeah. Ask some questions. Uh, yeah, you guys know the kind of the the common haunts. Are th- honestly, it's just, it's just literally the scrap pile over. She does not go far no, because no. it's a not the safest area yeah, to be li- going. Literally no, in no. sight of the uh, of yeah. the, the even in, you know the bowl it has an open face to it. Yeah, literally in sight of that. So if someone was you know sitting on their porch, they could see her at all times. She, yeah, she yeah. knows not to go far. Well, we can go down and ask a few questions. Um, yeah. Hey, we're happy to do that. We're going to go ask some questions, and we're going to maybe uh, scour the, the uh, scrap pile. But uh, I wonder if, the, in, the, in the meantime, if you'd uh, like to go for a drink. Uh, <laughs> I really don't feel like, like drinking right now. Um, well, I'd look after my mother, actually. Yeah. So, um, do you, well, look, you know that, uh, that little piece of information you got, we got you uh, the other day? She kind of froze her brow a little bit. The, um, <laughs> I think what Tron's trying to get at is we had a bit of a, a hard time last night with Henry, and we're feeling a little bad for how everything ended out at the end. What What did Henry do? Like, uh, I mean, he lost. A we, yeah, he lost a he lost a bet, and well, we were a little tipsy. Maybe you know, we razzed him a bit. We razzed him a bit. We feel a, a bit bad about yeah. it. Um, so we're just we're kind of hoping to make it up to him. Uh, you know, he's a he can be a little off-tempered sometimes. So we just you know don't want to upset him too much, or hoping maybe we can make it up to him. We know that he he's taken a bit of a shining to you, and I was wondering you don't have to have like a drink drink with him, but yeah. maybe just if you can just go out and hang out with him a bit. Maybe he maybe he can ask uh, give you some more information on Mimiko himself if he's I mean. His pachinko parlor faces right out towards the uh, the junkyard. Maybe he's seen something. I think it's time to roll. <laughs> 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 yeah, performance. Uh, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Something to convince. To convince her, I don't have the skills in front of me. Persuasion. Persuasion. persuasion? Yeah. Yes. Persuasion. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Roll a persuasion. Do, I got a plus nine on that one. Damn. I'm just gonna. It's not gonna be a roll against her. I'm just gonna make it a DV. Okay. That's uh, a D10 plus my bonus. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Ah, that's a ten. <laughs> One. Yeah, ten oh, total. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, it might be weird thinking that a girl that doesn't go very far from the the community has been missing for a week, and it's kind of not really phasing her. Yeah, people disappear all the time. Yeah. Okay. So she's kind of suspecting that you know maybe after the two nights that she hasn't seen her, two days slash nights, um, that yeah. she might have wandered a little bit far, and something happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. She's like, you know what? I, she's resigned herself at this point to what, what's happened. And she goes, you know what? For Mimiko. And she, uh, I'll. Henry kind of tolerated her a bit, I guess. And I, I, I need a drink. <laughs> I'm going to have a drink for her. So yeah. um, she's like, oh, I'll, I'll go get him. And I, <laughs> whether I'm actually interested in him or not, I, you know, that'll get the annoying habit of his to always coming around out of the way and i will <laughs> bring him to the bar and get that over with excellent sounds great uh, you're the best. looks like i've noticed too he's got uh, some new gear maybe he can uh, even pay for your drinks today that's it gear yeah i noticed he's got uh, a fancy new arm 
Yeah. Don't know what that's about. Uh, maybe he had a good streak of luck at the Spishinko machines. Well, usually his ads all go to the Tigers. Oh. Usually, maybe someone, yeah, streak of bad luck for someone. Maybe he got a bit more and decided to pay for something. I don't know. A bit weird to us, but. Uh, hey, you know, when you're taking him out, you know, what he's taking you out, um, you ask him if he's got a promotion with the Tigers <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, that's the only thing I can really think of happening. Um, yeah. The Tigers could have tried to sponsor him for something. Maybe. Maybe he went to Maybe he's doing something. He might be doing something dangerous. So, ah. uh, uh, you know what? That's a good idea. I'm going to go talk to him. Sounds right. good. Yeah, just uh, worried if he's doing something dangerous. So we don't want the wrong attention coming coming here. You know, to precipice. So it's it's a tough enough as it is. <laughs> she kind of looks at you going. There's always the wrong type of attention. Well, here. extra <laughs> wrong type of attention. And as you're saying that, a tiger's katana kind of sitting over his shoulder kind of looks at you and, and actually walks by because they are there is a presence a tiger claw oh, yeah. presence there right and they uh, they act as you know security so he, he kind of doing his rounds being yeah. you know bored as all get out and he's just walking <laughs> walking the lanes so we, we give him a respectful bow <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just ignores you and keeps walking <laughs> never hurts never hurts. no yeah. hey and uh, just w- one, one last thing um mm-hmm. you know when you're when you've had your drink you've had a good conversation um mm-hmm. just because then i think it, it'd be a good time for us to then Go and apologize to Henry himself. Could you let us know when you're on your way back? Just, just give, give just us a call. on your agent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you guys are up to, but okay. Thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll, Excellent. All right. She'll actually close the door on you guys to go get ready. Okay. All right. I think we kind of just what wait around. Well, you know what? Just just for the hell of it, I'd like to go and just while she's getting ready, go to the uh, scrap pile and do a quick look around. Yeah, just do a. I'd feel more comfortable doing a little quick recce for uh, Mimiko. Sure. Mimiko? Mimiko. Mimiko. Yeah. Miko and Mimiko. Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. We sure. can head down there. Yeah. So, um, so you guys are walking out. Yeah. Um, you do notice Henry is kind of hung around talking to people. And uh, as you're, you're passing him, you, you do kind of give him an eye, and he kind of half smirks. He's still got his, his package in his hand. He looks like he's trying to, you know, half open it at the same time. And you can see him kind of start to shake. And part of the package gets crushed because he's holding it in his cyber hand. Right. Oh. And, oh. Uh, you know, you notice some of the fingers start to kind of clasp it a little bit too strongly. And then he <clears throat> kind of clears his throat, smirks at you guys again, and uh, waves goodbye at the guys you guys are passing that he's speaking to. And you'll turn in back into the... Um, and you see him kind of also spit on the ground, kind of not at your guys' feet, but just because he's clearing something. And it's a bit, you see the sh- sh- shimmer of red as uh, it hits the um, the dirt. And then I imagine you guys keep going. Mm. But he, he does walk in and uh, close the door behind him. Did we see anybody um, attempt to open their package? No. Huh. Wondering if it's a bit of a bad install. So, yeah, that's that's happening. Yeah. And uh, no. uh, so you guys make your way out. Um yeah, we wander over yeah. to the scrap pile. Just and I think you guys are, are fairly familiar with the area because um, I don't think you guys actually have vehicles. So and not many. Um, yeah, be a lot of walking around. Yeah, exactly. Not many cabs actually come out to, to the combat zone. So um, if you guys ever have to go somewhere else to the city, you got to walk. Yeah, many, to a safer spot. Many blocks. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to get, get to the taxi. point where either public transit or um, yeah, I, th- I think um, maybe four or five blocks away, there there is a. Um, 
and oh, well, I don't even know. If, oh, let's say, yeah, let's say NCART is um, still active. It's the it's the subway, okay, or the uh, LRT version of uh, in Night City. So it's called N- NCART. So okay. there is public transit that does get to your neighborhood, but um, it's a it's a bit of a walk. Yeah, yeah. So you're walking around. Um, yeah, maybe you guys roll. Yeah. Uh, we got, I think there was perception. There's a perception that we got. There's also, was there a human perception as well? Uh, let's just roll straight perception. Yeah. Oh, we human got, perception, I think, is for, it's a social skill, so that makes more sense. It's probably talking, seeing how they're feeling. Yeah. Um, I only got an eight for my perception. How are you looking for yours there, Tristan? I've got seven. So, okay, well, okay. Are, are we both rolling, or is yeah, it just you one? Both okay, can yeah. roll to see if, you know, right. anybody sees something. Okay, not too bad. I got a 14. I got a 11. Okay. So you guys are, are walking through, kind of kicking up, uh, you know, the odd, you know, sheet metal or, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, ducking under, looking up under some, you know, a box of, or not a box, like a pile of uh, concrete bricks or things like that. Right. Know, normal, uh, the dilapidated buildings, like, right next to the... Um, uh, to the precipice so uh you guys have you know thrown a rock in there you know take the taking a peek tried to see if there's you know anybody kind of around obviously i don't think you guys are taking the time to actually go into buildings no, no. but um you don't see there's well yeah straight up there's no sign of of the girl or of any even blood or struggle or bodies nothing but um you do see a few blocks away um the glint of uh orange uh light there's about eight dots of that light and um it's it's pretty obvious that there is a maelstromer at least kind of scanning or you know taking note of um of the precipice he he's, he's too far away to notice anything else but yeah. um the idiot's uh, eyes <laughs> obviously give him away but uh what uh, do you have any I... cybernetic eye thing that can zoom in I used to, but then I gave it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I I wanted my little targeting guy. Okay, no, fair enough. Um, so that's uh, the Maelstrom guy has been just scoping things out. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Is it fairly unusual to see that kind of activity in the precipice? Um, no. Well, yeah, I guess close to the precipice, maybe, because um, uh, generally gangs, it's it's well enough protected by the tigers that yeah. other gangs won't come in and just start shooting up the place. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think to your minds. It's not like the pardon, weirdest thing that no, we've seen. to see a scout. Actually, you know, the weirdest thing is that you guys would think that the tigers are kind of slacking a bit, letting a scout, you know, yeah. kind of make its their way so close. But um, y- you guys kind of, don't I don't think you really need to pay it any mind unless you want to, but uh, it's you know <laughs> you knew that the male strummers are you know making their way in, so seeing a scout is probably not too uh, not too um, far fetched. Okay, well I think at this point um, maybe Miko or Miko has uh, gotten talked to Henry and took him out yeah. yet, or definitely he's not going to say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Spawn, I got a bad feeling about this. I feel like. Um, this is a bit of a precursor to a bit of a gang war. You're thinking maybe the uh, maelstrom has something to do with these packages? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. 
Oh, I mean, on your way back, you guys can hear actually in the distance here. <laughs> your gunshots and explosions. There's, there's definitely <laughs> yeah. gang gang war going okay, on. Yeah. But I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like um, maybe they're trying to arm up residents of the uh, precipice in order to be like arm up. Was that a pun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe to like um, do a bit of a, like a, a ragtag army. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe uh, while we're in there in Henry's uh, office, there we can take a peek and see what's in the package. I like what you, I like what you're laying down. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's head back over to whatever he calls his Patinko parlor. Um, he doesn't have a palace. Just yeah, sure. Patinko <laughs> <laughs> palace. I like it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, you guys make your way back. There, kind of people are doing their normal day to day things. Generally, you know, people that are sitting on their, uh, you know the plastic chairs or, you know, the concrete cinder blocks uh, that they call seats that, you know, those people that usually sit out on, in front of their doors, they are. Um, other people that are, you know, moving from place to place, they're doing that. Uh, kids are playing, you know, kicking whatever, you know, thing they can make into a ball down the street, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just normal uh, day-to-day stuff. Imagine the uh, parlor's all locked up now? Yes, exactly. So uh, there's a close sign. Is there a spot, like, on it. nearby the parlor that we could sit down within, like, access distance? Um, would we have scoped that at some point? Maybe you just, would, yeah. but uh, let's roll a scanner. Okay. Check. Let's do that. Scan and check. Uh, scan, scan and check. So what's that rolling with? So it is your interface plus a D10. Sorry, four plus D10? Yeah. That's our, I think our interface is oh. the skill there. Rank four. four two, six. Oh, you just took four. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think you said I, it's, it's, it's a four, yeah, it's but four to six gives you three actions. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. That's right. All right. Yeah, so you guys would basically both be rolling the same. An eight game. for me. Uh, where is I got a five? All right. So you guys, um, basically, you thought it was weird that there is a antenna at the top of the, um, uh, at the top of the uh, pachinko parlor, like, uh, yeah. Obviously, the previous because you knew Henry didn't put that in there, so the previous owner had uh, you know they must have been getting some you know some pirated channels or, or something yeah. like that right yeah. so they had the antenna on, on top and then when he moved in uh, just never took it down you <clears throat> with with this scan you confirmed that the people that installed his net architecture mm-hmm. hooked in the the antenna to the net architecture and you know that antenna has an access point okay so we can nice tap into that are, are we, is there a spot nearby that we could like sit down and like have a drink that's like within range of that antenna um, so you'd have to get up on the roof. Oh, okay. The, um, cause you have to be within six meters. Right. And you do know that, um, because there's no room in these, um, uh, in these shipping containers that basically he only has enough room for you know, some seating, uh, the machines and his little office, right. um, whatever generator or anything that he needs to, um, machines to actually run the things inside is in a locked case out back. That's I'd say at least half the half, half height, the height. Of, of, of the uh, okay, the so we can climb channel. up from there. Yeah, it's, there's it. a f- fairly easy access, you know, accessible way to, to get up there. All yeah. right, sure. We're gonna surreptitiously kind of walk around. Yeah. The, to the rear of the uh, parlor. Like we're just going for a walk and talking. No, yeah. no one, no one's even no one questioning you guys. You guys are, you know, you know, you're everybody knows you, or yeah. at least knows knows of you. So. Junior pair call their antenna. So no one, no one's really paying you any attention, and yeah. obviously the people that had something to hide with those um, 
those packages are kind of scurried away. So right. that's a good chunk of the population not purposely not paying attention. Perfect. Okay. Well, I think we should help the back and climb up top and yeah. try and get close to that antenna. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a shipping container. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, up, up. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think you guys could even, yeah, just kind of sit on top. Um, there's not really any cover up there, but... Um, we can head up top and make it look like we're working on the antenna. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's it. Take out a tool, hit the can, literally the can every once in a while, makes it nice like we're working on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys going to put on your virtuality goggles? Yes. And, um, and go into the net. Sure. There's no rules against two people, multiple people in the multiple net runners in the net. Okay. That's good. Architecture. So, um, and actually, from what I've been reading, it, it you know it might be beneficial to have two people because that would potentially stop the net architecture from being reset, right? So if okay, yeah, say, so one guy pops out, the other yes, person exactly, can stay in. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it kind of gives you a longer life. So that's how we operate anyway. Yep. In tandem. Uh, you guys are on floor one. All right. Which uh, has got a password on it. <laughs> okay. Well, then there we go. Back door. Yep. So for doing that, um, we just rolled with the the rank. Um, I think uh, you guys just roll for initiative. So far, it's just um, between you two. So you guys can just roll a dice to see who goes first. Do you want okay. to go first? Uh, or, sure. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. All right. I'm gonna go first, and so it's my rank plus this dice. <laughs> I imagine. Yep. Uh, um, exactly. Two. Okay. So now I am... Uh, Trying to crack the code. Yeah, this is scanner to find the back door. Is uh, it? Or? Nope, you've already done... So the scan uh, finds um, access points. Oh, so oh, you oh, are... Oh. Yeah, you'd be using your back door here to actually break past this password so you can get past it. Okay. Six. Six. <laughs> that encryption is a little bit too strong on that password. Uh, guess wrong. I'll give it a shot then. Well, yes. It's still your turn. Oh. You have two more meat actions. Oh, right. Or, sorry, two more net actions and okay. your, your movement. So you can just keep trying at it? Yep. Back oh, sweet. Place. Okay. Uh, six. <laughs> can on. do it. Ah, it's an eight. I think you got to do it. Yep. I can give it a shot. It does not pass. Uh, solid ten. Wait, no. Is that a nine? Pants nine. Thirteen. Thirteen? Well, you guess you crack the password right. The you know First the go. the um, <laughs> <laughs> the the dictionary list that you had happens, happens one, to be the one, two, three. Right <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yours for some yeah. reason didn't have winter 20, 20, 20, 45. Yours had winter twenty forty five. <laughs> the password was password. <laughs> Pretty much, but with an at sign. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you can now. Um, so passwords don't change. So even if you guys jumped out of this net architecture and back in, you know the password unless you know he comes in he and updates comes, his exactly. password. So. Right. Okay. So Sweet, still your yeah. turn. You still have two net actions left. Um, what's that uh, do, do, do pathfinder? That's right. Yeah. I want to try and get a peek at what's inside here that we're so going to determine in the at. layout of a net architecture. Interface plus a D10 reveals the number of floors equal to the check or blockers DV. Huh. Six. <laughs> well, um, you do see the rest of it. Okay. So Sweet. there are three floors. Okay. On um, the next floor, you have a hellhound sitting there. Okay. So three floors, one, oh, two, three. That's all raced afterwards. Okay. And there's a hellhound on the second floor. Yep. Okay. Um, is there anything else on this floor? Uh, so there's literally only one thing per floor generally. It's oh, okay, the, gotcha. The it's literally like an elevator. Yeah, the consecutive okay. two floors, there are two control nodes. 
Okay. Uh, Hellhounds. So there's, total of, there's a total of four floors. Four floors? Okay. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Um, so we're on the top floor, working our way down. Hellhounds, next floor below us, then two below that we have interfaces. Uh, each, yeah, control node, on, on, one on each floor. Okay. Um, Hellhounds, are those pretty tough dudes? So there's not any hidden information, so let's look up what a Hellhound is. All right. Now we know there's not any hidden information. <laughs> yeah, there's no like secret nice. secret programs out there. I'm going to zap it. So a hellhound yeah. is an anti-personnel black ice. Okay. Its icon is of a huge black metal wolf. Its eyes glow white and fire runs in ripples all over its body. It speaks in a grating metallic voice, repeating the enemy Netrunner's name. So, so far, that's nobody because you guys are not on its floor. Ah. Nice. Okay. Um, are these, do we know if these are particularly tough to take down? Um, or if we took it down, would it leave a trace? It's perception. Uh, it's perception. It's speed. It's attack. Our sixes. Its defense is two. Um, it has a res of twenty, so it has twenty HP. Okay. And it does two d six damage directly to the netrunner's brain unless insulated. Their cyberdeck catches fire along with their clothing. Oh. Until they spend a meat action to put themselves out, they take two damage to their HP whenever they end their turn. Multiple instances of this effect cannot stack. Huh. Okay. So I believe you have Doesn't one sound great. Um, action left. Yeah, I do. Um, so I mean, like, I got a couple swords. Mm -hmm. Maybe, does, like, does if dropping we... down to the next level use up an action? No. no? Okay. okay. You have infinite movement, <clears throat> unless you're blocked by something. Okay. In which so, case, you would be blocked by the hellhound unless you slide. Ah. So I have. Erase. Oh, so if, if we kill the hellhound, does that leave a, like a trace that someone will know that we've been in here? Yes. Okay. They'll find the derest unless you use cloak. Okay. So I have a race, which sounds like it's something that increases my cloak ability. Um, I think it's a modifier to it. So it uh, basically it gives you a plus two to your roll. It increases plus. all cloak checks you make to a, by a plus two as long as the program remains res. So you have to access it. Access okay. Uh, for my last action this turn, then I'll probably just res that. Okay. Do you have uh, erase as well? I do. Okay. Maybe you should like load up on erase and try and slip past this dude. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Okay. So slide. You mean? Yeah, I think we'll slide past him with erase on. Yeah. Which I think pretty much guarantees us a pass because we got a four for our um, ability check, and, and we got a plus two, which is a yeah. six by itself. So we're going to be rolling minimum seven. So yeah, I think let's let's do that. Okay. As Steve consults his notes, That's I think he's right. a bit more nervous. But, uh, yeah, Tristan, it is your turn. Yes. There. Okay. Trone. So you got two actions um, left because you activated your uh, erase. Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, if you're going to do so that this turn, yeah. I'm going to attempt to slide and cloak. So you're. Gonna I think just slide by. So um, basically, cloak is probably something. Uh, it says hide your presence or virus in the net. Hmm. Oh, is so that something I, different? So I think um, if there was a Netrunner, uh, I, th I think, yeah, if there's a net, I think it's, if there's like a Netrunner on the uh, net um, and they make a um, Pathfinder roll, you can... Uh, Hide. Okay, okay. Yeah. So this isn't for sliding then, this erase. No. So um, like if I was going to drop, you know, if I didn't want anybody to know I was messing around in their network and I get to the bottom of it, I plant my virus and then I'm going to... Erase. Use a, a, a cloak. Yeah, yeah. Run, roll a cloak oh, to, okay. to hide that. Uh, 
and then that when the enemy netrunner actually has to go in and clean up your mess but to find uh, it they have to beat your cloak check before uh, they figure out that you you were there okay so yeah you can move on to the f um the thing is is that when you so you're gonna move on to the floor yeah okay yeah try and slide by him yeah so um if one of us slides by if we can get to the access points or to the bottom floor maybe we can just turn off the hellhound until we're done doing our stuff so the other person can go through you figure one of the control nodes is for the hellhound. Well, I think Steve said if you get to the bottom floor, you can do whatever you want to the system. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you can basically. Yeah, you can plant a virus that you define, and I have to determine um, how many, how much effort that takes. Right. Okay. <clears throat> See, if one of us can slide by undetected, the other person can just keep the dog distracted. Well, the other person gets down there and turns them off. Ah, you okay. can only slide attempt once per turn. You can't slide preemptively. Okay. Meaning, um, as soon as you hit that floor, um, I th it's going to know you're there. You, you not only does it know you're there, I think it attacks. Attacks. Okay. Well, I'm going to risk it because once we slide past it, uh, it ignores us. Yeah. So if we take like a hit, that's okay. Yeah. Because then. Um, yeah, once we bypass it, it forgets we exist. So, um, yeah, in net combat, it's your interface plus program attack plus a D10 or black ice attack plus a D10 versus the target's interface plus a D10 or program slash defense or black ice defense plus a D10. Okay. So um, potentially it'll attack you as you, you know, you enter its domain okay. and um, you can, uh, it'll attack you and then you will, um, you can potentially dodge or, or miss. When encountering enemy black ice lying in wait in an architecture, you roll your interface plus any speed bonus you have active plus a d10. If it beats your check, you and or one of your active programs, if it attacks programs, suffer its effect immediately. It is then placed into the initiative queue at the top, one number above the entity with the previously high in, highest initiative. On each of its turns, it will attack the Netrunner or one of their active programs uh, once rolling its attack plus a d10 versus the Netrunner's interface plus a d10. Okay. okay. So um, I'll get ready to put you out if it hits you and lights you on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so you encounter the Hellhound. Yeah. It looks at you and starts chanting, Trone. Trone. That's my name, bitch. <laughs> so uh, let's roll your interface plus any speed bonus you have. Active plus a D10. Oh. Don't think uh, we have any speed bonus. That would probably be from a program that I would have activated, hey? That's right. Okay, which I did not. Okay. So just interface, but I'm rolling a different dice. Yeah. Ah, boom. Uh, eight. Eight. Total. All right. Roll. roll a zero. <laughs> oh, that's a solid nine. Uh, nine, so yeah. Uh, Plus six is... It sees you. <laughs> uh. All right. So it is then... Uh, yeah, if it beats your check, you or one of your uh, suffers its effect immediately. So okay. it does 2d6 damage direct to your brain. Oh, no. Bring it. Four. That's not bad. <laughs> Got My a tough brain. brain. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, in fact. Um, and you are put... You are mildly on fire. Uh, can I take my meat action to put him out of mildly on fire? On your turn, yes. Okay, sweet. All right. But you will take, if you don't um, do anything about it, 
um, you will take two two damage again this turn. Okay. Uh, so I'll suffer an immediate effect. It is then placed into the initiative queue at the top, one number above the entity with the previously highest initiative. So who went first again? Yeah. So let's say it's three. Yours is two and yours is one. Okay. okay. Yeah, you guys didn't roll, so. Sweet. Uh, uh, I think you still have... You one moved, action. Oh, And yes. you, you rezzed a program? Yeah. Rezzed and then tried to slide. Yes. Wait, no. Oh, you haven't slid. Rezzed and then he was attacked. So you still have two more. You have still two more net actions. Okay. I'm so going to slide. Okay. Yeah. So what is sliding? Uh, interface plus D10 versus program's perception plus a D10. Perceive this. Ah, 12. Da, da, da. Bam. Nice. That's pretty good because. It's a good chance you'll have. Hellhounds. Nice. Uh, perception is six. Nine plus six is twelve. Uh, That's nine. I thought it was a two. <laughs> Sixteen. And you can only try and slide past him once. Throne. <laughs> Throne. Yeah. Throne. Yeah. Um. It. Uh, you can only do. Uh, yeah. You can only try to slide once per turn, but you still have one more um, action. Um. Beat the shit out of him. No. Yeah. Defend. Defend. Armor. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Um. Wait. You've had that armor active. Oh, so you, have not rezzed, you have not rezzed no. the armor? No. Okay. But now that I remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I can only rez it. You, just need, you, need, it to, you need to take an action to rez it. Yeah. yeah. So I'll take an action to rez my armor. armor. Yeah. Cool. <sighs> <laughs> Should have done that first, but sorry, I did not explain. That's okay. <laughs> uh, armor, what does that do? So you can rez multiple things at once? Um. No, I think you have to take a separate action to res each. Okay, program. Uh, but like I, like I can take like three actions to activate three, like res three things, and they'll stay on until, until they're, they're used they're or whatever. Or, yeah, or used. Yep, until they're derezzed. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, can only be used once per net run. Yeah, that would have lowered. Um, that would have. Uh, you wouldn't have taken any damage. That's good <laughs> to know. Had that res, <laughs> it lowers the all brain damage you would receive by four. As long as it remains red. <laughs> Shoot. Good to know. It's fine. Whatever. Whatever. Um, so uh, I guess you still have your move action in the real world. Uh, you are out of net actions. Can you just have to put himself out? Because he's on fire? Um, okay, stop. Roll. Stop. Roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one meat action plus net action. So yeah, I guess you could. All right. I'm going to put myself out. All right. So you take the time to... Uh, Extinguish the flames, stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. All within six meters, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Very and small rolls. That's it. Uh, sorry, uh, you rolled a initiative. It's two, one. one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. basically. So yeah, it's your turn there. Uh, okay, well, I will res my armor, Kay. just in case. <laughs> I will then enter down into the next floor. Two, where the hellhound is? Yeah. I'll be trying to slip by him as well. Try to slide. Okay. Um, I think it stays locked. Like these are these are dumb. So it yeah. stays locked on to. Oh, I can just walk by. I think you could just walk. I'm just gonna walk by. Yeah. Peace. Just walk on by. So. Uh, <laughs> a little slap on the butt as I walk by. You got this. <laughs> so the next control node. Uh, so Man, the next it is good is to go in with two people. <laughs> so yeah. you could go to the bottom. Um, and I don't. I don't think control nodes actually block you. 
but uh, you need to beat the DV value to actually take control of them. I will try to go to the bottom and implant a virus to shut down the hellhound. Okay. Um, oh, well, maybe not shut down, but just have him recognize us as friendly. Um, ah, nice. Yeah. By the way, the uh, control nodes, the one at the uh, floor three is uh, controls the lights and the machines, so the power. Ah. And then um, the bottom node controls the door, door lock. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Hey, do, um, we, do we? Sorry, real quick. Yeah. Do we know Henry as a as a net runner? No, he's like kind of. He, he's a really terrible techie. Ah. So basically, he just tinkers with the machines to keep them running if he can. Okay. And uh, that's that's about it. No, he's no. He's he had to pay somebody else, and he he didn't go to you guys. So that's why you kind of have a beef with him. Is yeah. You know, what an asshole! Not uh, yeah. Going to the two net runners that he knows to <laughs> you know to get the net architecture set up. Um. So he went and paid someone else to to do gotcha. that. We'll show him what kind of a shoddy job this other guy did. That's right. So yeah, I'll head down there and try to um do the uh, lock on this one. So you're going to try to... Um, Take control. Okay. Uh, well, plus my four. Uh, skill check to assume the direct... Yeah, exactly. Interface plus D, yeah, 1D10. Ooh. Oh, nice. Eight and 10, 12. Nice. You take control. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. We'll shut down that hellhound. So it stops attacking so, Tron there. So... Um, Tron. Tron. Uh, <laughs> I guess, are you trying to just de-res it or de-res it, you know, de-res it permanently? No, no, no. I just want it, I want it to be temporary. Um, or at least to recognize us as not intruders, if that's an option. Um, I'm not sure how smart this thing is, if it can recognize, like, attack or don't attack this person. I mean, are you trying to gain access later? Or, like, because you could just jack out and... <laughs> I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of like, being able to gain access later if we need to. We can come back in yeah. and just, like, it won't recognize us as enemies. Okay. And since, yeah. like, it's not being turned off and we're not making him hostile towards... Um, Henry, if he comes in, hopefully he won't recognize that something's happened. Okay. So I'm going to think this is kind of a back door. So it's going to take three net actions. You have to burn all three, and then you have to pass a DV check of, let's say, three. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Four. Fourteen. Ten. Ooh. Ten? You got this, man. Okay, I'll do this. it. We'll give her a shot. We'll burn all my actions, and... Oh, wait, uh, oh I already done one. Yeah, so you have to next turn. next turn. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sweet. Well, you're on your own. All right, that's okay. Uh, so it's, it's back up to the Hellhound's turn. It's turn. Defend. Oh, that was so good. Drone. Oh, it was a 10 too. Oh. Drone. It is going to attack you. <laughs> At least you got your armor on this time. Yeah, this time, and on this time you actually have to, uh, you have the chance to um, resist. <laughs> All right. Uh, more black ice attack plus 1d10, so... It's going to be a... Uh, oh, thank you. Is this yours? Oh, no. Oh, this man. Damn it. <laughs> 16. Oh, well, no nothing you roll. Can, can, yeah. Unless you roll a... Oh, no, no that's a 14 if you roll a 10. <laughs> yeah. So. That sucks. Okay. The worst. Did you res your... Um, not yet, because it's not your turn? No. Uh, I thought you resed your armor at the end of your last turn. I did res my armor at the end of Okay, good. Um, Almost max damage? Seven. Seven damage to your brain. Very good thing you turned on your armor. You're now on fire again. <laughs> well, I wanted this to be an easy uh, architecture. <laughs> <laughs> One or more enemies is no longer easy. 
but that's the end of its turn. It won't do anything more. Nice. Are you going to try and slide by it? <laughs> it's your turn. I'll try to, well, yeah, as a meat action, I've got to roll. put myself out. Okay. Yeah, again. <laughs> and uh, I will attempt to, um, I guess I should try to just like slide by it again. I think so. Slide by it, or you can just jack out. I guess, yeah, that's the other option, too. Because it's not going to go after you, because then it... Can he slide... Can he try to slide by it, and if he fails, jack out as an action? Um, or is that a... Is jacking out a, a meat action? Uh, no, jacking out is a net action. Net action. Because uh, if it's just one action, you got three. You true. could try and slide if it fails and get out. It's true. I'm wondering if failing a slide, though... Uh, attempt to flee. You can only attempt to slide once per turn. Yeah, can't slide preemptively. Um, you can escape the black ice to a nascent floor, but not a password. Yeah, a black ice floor. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't say anything about... Uh, nice. Slide and jack out if it fails. The old, I mean, the old slide and jack. <laughs> it, feels, okay. it feels a bit cowardly. I don't know. So I don't know if that's something. I feel like you should take all your, your actions to jack out. It seems pretty easy. Yeah. You can like run in, try and attack. (laughs) But then normally if you jack out, it resets, right? So it's not like you can like slowly whittle them down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're just lucky because in this case, because normally like if it was just one of us, you'd have to get attacked anyway when you go on there if you you jack out or not. Yeah, if it was just one of you, that hellhound would have chased Ah, you to, to, um, unless you slide away from it successfully. So you guys are yeah, lucky here. So um, I'm gonna try to slide. Okay, so you want to actually stay in the uh, the net architecture? Yeah, because okay, for now you're, you're gonna shut yeah, it down. I'll shut them down. Anyway, so. It'll be easy. <laughs> yeah, sure, you guys. All right, gonna slide. Ah, six and I think he has a base six. Yep, programs perception plus a d10, which is I think he said six for everything except for its defense. Yep, that's right. I think I just, I actually run into it. (laughs) (laughs) So do I even need to roll? I don't think so. Seven. (laughs) (laughs) Want to jack out? Well, no, you're going to make everything all right. I'm going to make everything all right. Do you still have two turns? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so you still have two net actions if you want. You could jack out, then come back in. Or you could attack the thing. Uh, (laughs) I could. But then he might know if we destroy it. Uh, you just de-res it. Yeah. You oh, okay. Don't straight up destroy it. Right. Oh, sweet. Yeah, beat the shit out of it. Well, I'll just, I'll just zap it then. I think you got a couple swords, don't you? Or at least uh, one I sword? I res them. Oh. Use a net action to zap a program or net runner for 1d6. So it's uh, 1d6 plus the defense of the other thing. Do I um need to roll to attack? Yes. Yeah. Is it a... So, yeah. My it's a yeah. There, I think all the rolls are versus. So except oh, okay. you are, you have a plus two on against his roll. Okay, because uh, it's on uh, the defense of this uh, hellhound is only two. <laughs> Six to a nine. Doesn't work. Zap him again. Drone, you suck at shooting a zap. <laughs> I'm gonna zap you again. Sure. <laughs> Double zap. There we go. Uh, seven. Ah, nice. Got a you hit him. Yeah. One D six. One D six. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. Yeah. Oh, this one. There you go. This is a lucky one. Uh, 
Nice <laughs> <laughs> one. one. So ah, oh, that would have been a six. <laughs> so he is at now. He's now at eight, nineteen res. Nice. He's doing great. <laughs> he's doing great. That time. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. You're not on fire. You already used I, your. I need action. You yeah. Good. Okay, I'm gonna try and do that total take control gizmo where I God, make it, or make the uh, guy so recognize us as a friendly. You can, you can do this on your first uh, after your first net action, so you technically have two more net actions after. I think it used up all three, doesn't it? Uh, so no, you you burnt your previous three. Yeah. Oh. So it's it's the time um, ah. taken, oh, and now okay. you actually have to beat the system and actually planting the virus. Okay, let's nice. do it. You got this. All in. There he is. Nice. A ten exactly. Ooh. And a ten. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's go if it meets, it beats. Nice. Ooh. Woo! Okay. Nice. The Hellhound now sees us as friendly. Okay. Friendly. <laughs> Tur- hey, Tron. No. <laughs> Good boy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the... Uh, you didn't change its appearance, so all, you know, no. this big demon beast is all of a sudden cocking its head sideways at you and <laughs> trying to look cute but really it, it, it doesn't <laughs> I go my even my avatar is all singed <laughs> good boy uh. so uh, yeah I guess uh, effectively you guys have taken control of his uh, <laughs> of his net architecture you know his password the winter 2045 yeah. uh, not even a capital W it's just a case. <laughs> so bad um, and you uh, yeah you You've you've been like basically added your user accounts to, to his <laughs> there you go there. yeah admin access right. <laughs> um I think do you want to cloak to kind of hide yeah your absolutely yeah. I'd be I'd be wanting to cloak everything out there so I'd use a race and then cloak yeah. okay it, th- that just adds a plus to yeah to, your to the cloak yeah so basically I just I'm just setting the difficulty if someone wants to look at exactly, it exactly yeah okay four five six seven eight eight is that with the plus two with the plus two yeah cool. Um, and you nice. technically don't have control of the lights and the machines. Oh. Yet. 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 Yeah, that's, that's where I shine. Yeah, that'll be your job. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So, yeah, um, you guys, master hackers that you are, uh, have gained control of the system and uh, <laughs> of your rival who decided to spray paint. <laughs> Dick and, and then we're going to ruin him financially. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's no one spray paints a penis on my door. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think we are out of time for today, so ah. we will pick this up right where we left off right. next time. Next time. That's Excellent. Right. Awesome. I'm loving it. But uh, yeah, it's our first. It was supposed to be just dip our toes into net running, you know, easy peasy. Uh, yeah. uh, and we almost <laughs> died. <Yeah. laughs> I took a lot of damage. You did. You oh did. God. That was crazy. How many health? How much health do you have? Uh, I've got twenty-four left. Twenty. Oh, twenty-four left. Okay, so yeah. you're doing okay, but you know you're got a bit uh, of a headache. I lost eleven. Oh, jeez. <laughs> On like the simplest black eyes there is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's not quite the simplest. So, um, uh, the weakest black eyes is an asp. Ah, okay. But um, yeah, no, Hellhound is um, as far as black eyes, it's it's fairly standard it's pricey it's um 500 eddies to uh to buy it um so it's not you know it's not asp level but it's also not um you know giant which is a thousand eddies or and then things are obviously more so it's it's up there uh he he didn't skimp obviously he's getting you know enough return customers that he's able to to install it you know and now we can too i feel like he has a sponsor 
It's just <laughs> his <laughs> his fault for using a really shitty password. NordVPN <laughs> sponsored him. <laughs> Recently, he didn't hear of Cyber Month. No. <laughs> Cyber Awareness Month. All right. Awesome. awesome. Guys, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's no, great. Yeah. We'll pick her up well, next time and uh, hopefully do a bit better with our rules. Yeah. Wow. All right. Tune in for uh, our next part of Cyberpunk Red Netrunner Edition. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Right. Bye-bye. been Take Your DM Shot with Steve Scherfan, John Christ, and Tristan Ham. Special thanks to John Lovell for the use of the intro and outro music and to Authentic Dungeons for all your RPG and gaming needs. Thanks again and tune in for more episodes.